SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. That's alright, because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. That's alright, because I love the way it Well, I'm curious, is our producer Chris Pavona saying they should play that song when the horses come on the track instead of my old Kentucky home? Was there a subliminal message there, Mr. Pavona? You had the whole weekend to think about what you were going to do coming out of the gate. Literally coming out of uh, see see the professional segue there coming out of the starting gate coming out of the starting gate there you go buddy that's why you're the host sometimes these things just happen <laughs> Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot glad to be with you from the KSHP studios in Las Vegas and we got a lot on the docket the this is coming up Sunday is the Derby winner gonna run uh, we'll find out a little bit more about that. We'll discuss with Rich Eng, our good friend from the Daily Racing Forum in the first hour of the program. And hour number two, uh, Adam Burke is going to check in with us, our friend from ATS.io. And locally, we'll have Vegas Hockey Hotline. And we will, uh, Mike Lewis from the Suncoast is going to join us. Big game in the NHL tonight right here in Vegas. Big news in the NHL today. And I'm, I'm just telling you right now, Bavona, calm down. Calm down. Don't think you're getting Jack Eichel. Just calm down. I'm Just calm down. Thank you. All right. Yeah, that's that's a dumpster fire. We'll talk about what happened in Buffalo today with the uh, locker room cleanouts. But, Mr. Slappy, how was your weekend? <laughs> My weekend. What? <laughs> what? Wait, no, it's a simple question. So, so the, the Derby winner may not be the Derby winner. Of uh, the the NHL tries to slide something like the politicians by announcing it on the weekend. Right. Oh yeah, the protocol. Yeah. No, no. Oh but, yeah. Well, no, we did so, it. Didn't we do that Friday? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday we did. Yes, we did. I did it on the radio Friday. Did you have earmuffs in Friday, Chris? Did they announce that on Friday yes. or over the weekend? We talked. We talked. Well, maybe it was said. Didn't we? You know what? I mean, hold I on. Hold on. This on Friday, but you might no, 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 no. Time out. So it's not making your rolling eyeballs. Okay, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you're right. You know what happened? 
If I so become calm, the loose guy on the show, I got a problem. Calm down. Saturday night, Cam Stewart and I and Andrew Torres, we did light the lamp on Saturday night. And we talked about this. And I'm like, well, I know I talked about it. And then it didn't dawn on me. We did the show Light the Lamp Saturday night. On, we do it every Saturday night, midnight, re-air Sunday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern. Sports Good Radio Network, Series 204. Light the Lamp. And I apologize. Thank okay, this, it happened Saturday this that the league eased. Well, let me, well people are going. Go what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> we never told them what we're talking about. No, the league eased the protocols for the players. Uh, the, one thing I'll say. One little thing, and I'll let you go. Did I not say, since the Leonard thing and all this stuff about the protocols, did I not say to you the biggest thing in these guys' world was playing golf? Yeah, hockey play. It was in the protocols that they could golf. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's what these guys want to yeah. do with their free time. Yeah. No, I I, I know that. So th- I just this this is so Capitol Hill, and I watch sports to get away from politics. And here they just throw it right in my face over the weekend. They they purposely slide this out on the weekend so that so that talk shows like ours. Can't talk about it all week. Bill Daly essentially lied, Chris, lied to to us. And I bet Bettman put him up to it because Bettman didn't want to come off as a liar. See, the the, the lie's a strong word in whatever. They massaged the truth. No, there's a difference, Steve. Yeah. Now you're a politician. Fantastic. But I'm just telling you. Get away from you guys. Well, I'm just telling you what they did. The, the, the end result of all this is Robin guys. Leonard got thrown under the bus. Correct. So and we'll get into that in more detail. And But the league said we didn't promise the players anything. All right. There was a plan. They, Leonard said they promised us. They said we didn't promise anything. So by the vernacular, lie is a strong word. Politics. Well, the bottom line is Leonard... And w- did we not have his back? Yeah, well, we had. I had his back more than anybody because uh, in Vegas, oh, well, yeah, we, we have his back. We love him as a teammate. But he said there were other guys that didn't want to get the vaccination that got it because of the stuff that they were going to get, and not one player came back and said, yeah, what he said's right. Nobody ever said that. Correct. So, so, so again, it's Leonard. Uh, saying it, and I just wondered if he misinterpreted or misheard or something like that, but it turns out he didn't. He heard exactly what he told us he heard. Well, you don't know that for a fact. I, no, I no, do he, now. No, 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 oh, word. I do now. No, no. Oh, oh, oh uh, come no, on, no, Ryan. No, the they, word promise. They, 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 there was a that, plan. That's semantic. It is semantic. They're sliding this out on the weekend. I've got the for guys what back. Reason? I've got the guys back. Believe me. And you're right. They massaged the truth. Hey, we're going to talk about Bob Baffert and the Derby. Yikes. Coming up next. To win, you need a plan. We're the home of sports gaming. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Wow, a little Carrie Underwood singing at the Kentucky Derby. There you go. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Glad to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Series Channel 204. So the news comes out over the weekend. Medina Spirit, who wins the Kentucky Derby. All of a sudden, Bob Baffert banned for racing at Churchill Downs, a post-race test. Finds an excessive amount of the steroid beta methasone used to treat pain and inflammation in horses shows up in Medina Spirit's system. Baffert vehemently denies this, and we're sitting here waiting on the draw for the Preakness. And, of course, the mutuals are all paid out, CV. I mean, it's a ship that sailed. Uh, Baffert adamant he did nothing wrong. So, But it has real tentacles here, what's moving forward. And just to get a little... Light on the subject, our good friend, one of the best horse racing minds you'll ever meet is Richard Eng. Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum. We just did uh, the Derby Seminar at Sunset Station, whatever it was, a week ago, Friday, leading into the Derby. And I don't believe any of us that night, Rich, were that high on Medina Spirit. Well, there was... Hey, good morning, by the way, Stevie and uh, Brian. The handicapper to my left, Jerry Jackowitz of the Jerry J. Power Page, actually had Medina Spirit on top, and he was the lone ranger. Oh, good for him. I, you're right, forgive me. You're right. Hammer and Hank Goldberg didn't like him. I know that. Uh, none of us did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like him that much, but uh, Jerry and I were talking after the race, and he said he, he wished he had listened to me, and I said I wish I had listened to him because my third choice <laughs> And a horse that I pushed real hard was Mandaloon, who was my third choice on my sheet. And uh, I used him in my Exacta box. So if Jerry had used me and I had used him, we oh, would big on the Exacta. No doubt about it. But what was, what was your initial reaction when you heard this? I mean, we're both huge, passionate fans for the sport. And... You know, the Derby's the one day that it gets the spotlight and people stop no matter where they are or they watch the race. And then for this to come out, it, it's a punch to the gut for the love of the sport. I mean, the, the big picture, let, let's just start with that. My first reaction, and this comes from being in the game for as long as I have, uh, my, the first 20 years of my horse racing career, I was in publicity and 
marketing for racetracks. And then the second 20 years, I was the turf editor and handicapper for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And one thing I've learned over 40 years, fellas, is uh, when you hear news like this, just you, basically you should count at least to 10 seconds. <laughs> before you wait you it out. Something out. Wait yeah, it because, out. Because one thing that I've learned, just you know, the, the wisdom of time, is that it's so easy to jump to conclusions, and especially something like this where uh, Bob Baffert, whether you love him or hate him, whether you think he's innocent or guilty, he has due process in our society. And Amen. You have to let this thing play out re- regardless of how you feel about Bob Baffert or Medina Spirit. Uh, you have to you know, trust that the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission has, knows what it's doing and is handling this thing. But, you know, Bob has uh, an outstanding lawyer, quite frankly, Craig Robertson, who's going to advise him. But this thing has to play out. And, you know, people like you and me can have opinions. But, you know, like I've been reading stuff on Twitter, guys, Facebook, and it's, you know, they want to hang them from the nearest Oh, no, it's craziness. You know, oh, by the way, I mean, I'm honestly, I mean, you want, like in, in hockey, how many times with the COVID stuff we're going, we've had several players sit out a game or he's not going to play because he tested positive for COVID and then he came back and it was a false positive. So you're, you're spot on in that. Let's wait for the results of the second test, not hoping against hope, whatever. It wasn't a false positive, but yeah, that that's a part of uh, the world. Neither you and I are privy to, but you're also assuming they're getting it right. What they're doing with the testing side of things. That's correct. We uh, we have to trust that the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission knows what it's doing, that they have a, a good system in place with uh, the laboratory that tests these samples. And, you know, one thing that people uh, should know about these, you know, I, I worked in Kentucky for many years at Turfway Park, and I lived in Kentucky, is these tests are done anonymously. In other words, uh, when when samples are drawn of blood and urine from horses that race, I believe all the winners of, of a race on a race card have blood and, and urine taken, plus uh, uh, select other horses. I, I don't know who makes the selections, whether it's the stewards or something, some official with the racetrack. But all the samples are anonymous. So when you know they go to the laboratory, the person doing the test has no idea if this is a $5,000 claimer or, or if it's Medina Spirit. They right. conduct the same test. So you know to try to say that there's uh, some sort of fix in I I don't buy it because I, I know the no. process. No, 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 no. I, but by the way, though, it, it is amazing, is it not? You know, think what you think of how this actually went down. I mean, it clearly was the right call, and you have to do something egregious to, to have, have a horse taken down in a Grade One event, let alone the Kentucky Derby. But in recent years now, we've got this thing going on with Medina Spirit. Then we had the maximum security story, which was not that long in the rearview mirror. Yeah, that horse was uh, taken down for uh, a racing infraction, interfering with uh, another horse or two in the top of the stretch of the Kentucky Derby. And Rightly then, uh, so. Uh, we and, and we had talked about this on the phone before, beforehand, about the, there, there has been one disqualification for a, a positive, and that was uh, going back to Dancer's Image in 1968. And the forward pass <clears throat> was the horse that was eventually put up Many months later, and uh, if if it got thirty seconds, uh, I've been texting with Bill Christine, the retired horse racing writer for the Los Angeles Times, and he texted me a story that he had written back at, in that era. But uh, the jockeys involved were uh, uh, 
Robert, uh, Bobby Ussery and Milo Valenzuela, and this process took weeks and months to play out. Uh, to, yes, it to, did. To, to adjudicate it. And so I remember Lou, Lou Cavalleras was the trainer. Yeah, 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 very good memory. Uh, but Milo Valenzuela, according to the story from Bill, reached out to Bill Hartek, or I'm sorry, Bobby Ussery, and said, <laughs> uh, Bobby, you know, I tell you what we'll do. Let's split the winner's purse regardless of what happens, whether you get put up or I get put up. So let's just split it 50-50 so we both get something out of it. And Bobby Usbury <laughs> said, well, the owner of a horse, uh, Peter Fuller, is so confident that he's going to beat this thing that I, I'm going to hold on to my shares. I'm going to get everything. <laughs> and, and course, little, little, little side bet didn't work out. <laughs> did not work out for Bobby Usbury and Milo Valenzuela. ends up getting the whole Kentucky Derby purse with forward pass. The one thing now, now Baffert has had an issue recently with Gamine and a couple of horses at Oakland. You know, his point is, and we only have about forty seconds in this segment, Rich. We'll do another. I'm thrilled you can do another segment with us. We'll look ahead to the okay. previous, but, but, you know, I was saying to you, you know, kind of what he's saying is like, well, somebody may have done something and snuck in and got into the horse. You know how how good would the security cameras be in these barns? Well, in and they may barns, have to change their thinking in that regard. Yeah, quite frankly, in most barns around the, the racetracks in, in America, there are no cameras. Very few, actually. Yep. Not like casinos where you have cameras in every nook and cranny. But uh, you know, one thing that uh, the, you know Baffert uh, has been testing positive for some of these things are not what we call performance-enhancing drugs and more medicinal things that that actually should wean itself out of the system of a horse within a period of time, whether it's 72 hours, 96 hours, and for some reason, maybe maybe no Lasix has something to do with it, but there's remaining traces, I guess, of some of these medicines, medicinal items. But like you said, like you said, maybe not performance-enhancing. More on this and look ahead to the Preakness when we... Lost in a sea of stats. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Uh, we're back with you here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. We're talking about Bob Baffert, Medina Spirit, the Kentucky Derby, how this will all shake out, and what it means for the Preakness, which is coming up this weekend. Uh, Brian Blessing with Stevie Slapshot and our dear friend, uh, one of the best horse racing minds out there, our buddy Rich Eng from the Daily Racing Forum, based right here in Las Vegas. Uh, notwithstanding what ultimately happens 
with the ruling, and he at the moment he's banned from racing Baffert is at Churchill Downs. He's insistent Medina Spirit's going to run in the Preakness. What say you, Rich? I mean, how does this all shake out with the Maryland Racing Commission and the post position draw and what they're going to do here for an event that's coming up this weekend? Well, I'm not a lawyer, and I don't always understand the legalese, but I know that the Maryland Jockey Club pushed back the draw for Black Eyed Susan Day and for Preakness Day 24 hours because they want to give a little more time for this to percolate. But uh, from what I understand in the black and white is I don't think they can ban Baffert from actually entering the horse in the Preakness. Uh, he may be banned. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, there, there are legal, you know, Baffert does have rights and, and, you know, there's going to be a, what they call a split sample taken of this horse. And it's going to take a little while to get the result back. So I don't know if they can actually ban him from running in the Preakness, uh, you know, maybe some of the Maryland jockey club because there, uh, Baffert has legal rights. And, you know, uh, and while he's been accused of this, he hasn't been convicted of this. No, that's true. Now, I mean, so. Per se, what you're saying, they could honor what's going on with Churchill. He himself could be banned, and he could have an assistant, uh, or the horse runs under a different trainer's name. But one would think that they would, you know, run it, run in the fear of public perception. You would think my poor Medina Spirit's going to get poked and prodded all kinds of ways during the course of the week here leading up to the race if he's going to run. Well, you know, one thing they could do if Baffert certainly uh, agrees to it would be they could actually test the horse before the race, you know. Cause That's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, so, and, and if they do that and the horse is clean, you know, then, uh, of course, they, they would they could test him after the race. But, you know, the, the, the horse is the innocent victim. I mean, and, and he, he won the Kentucky Derby, and uh, he's the only horse eligible for the Triple Crown. And um, I, I'd like to see him have a chance to, to compete, but we'll see. Well, everything you're saying about due process, I, I'm on board with all of it, and you're hoping against hope the testing process and everything was done properly. But that being said, this was it's a medication. If it's against the letter of the law, so be it. Mm-hmm. And whatever the decision ends up being, it is. It's a, it's a crying shame for the horse Medina spirit. If it's something, it, the drug itself, as you said, not necessarily performance enhancing it you know tre- treated pain and inflammation against the letter of the law i get it if the other horses horsemen said hey we didn't do this but boy that horse was as game as they come and it would it would honest to god it would be a crying shame for the horse <laughs> who just went to the front <laughs> and no one no one could get by him and he just dug in and kept going i, I my heart would bleed for the horse yeah, and uh, I know betters are saying, well, if, if the horse, say, hypothetically gets taken down and Mandaloon gets put up, you know, there's people who say, well, what about my tickets on Mandaloon? Well, I know Sorry. probably you and I, you, yeah, you and I have tickets that are in the the losing pile right now. Uh, there's no recourse. When when the betting is official, the tickets are paid. That is it. There's, there's no class action lawsuit in the world that can change that result. So we'll see how this all plays out, but the one thing I would say leading up to the Preakness and the race itself, and we don't have the post position draw yet, but I was a little surprised, and I said this, I thought if Rock Your World had come back to run in the Preakness, I made the case 
Rocky World could have gone off as the post-time favorite in the Preakness because he just got decimated at the start, and he was a front-runner who'd have been up there with Medina Spirit, beat the horse in the San Anita Derby. The one thing that's really bizarre about all this, the way this all transpired, Rich, could have altered the plans for the horses that came out of the Derby and their willingness to come back to the Preakness instead of freshening up for the Belmont. Well, that, that's true. You know, people have to make decisions on their horses. But, the, you know, one thing that's uh, happening more and more nowadays in horse racing is trainers like to give time, additional time between starts. So not everybody is real keen on, on running a horse back in two weeks in another grade one. A lot of these horses and trainers are going to wait for the Belmont, which is three weeks after the uh, the Preakness which would mean five weeks rest from the Kentucky Derby. So we're going to see a lot of these horses probably show up at uh, Belmont Park uh, for the Belmont Stakes. And I'm, you know, like I said, you're not in there. You're not privy to all this and how it all went down. But the one thing about horse racing and are the different jurisdictions and how, you know things that fly at Santa Anita don't necessarily fly at Churchill or you know and, and or you know, you know if it was something that they thought hey you treated the horse a ways back, and it, it should have clearly been out of the horse's system if it was misjudged, misguided. But he is adamant that he, that horse did not get that drug. The hard part is, how do you prove it? If it's in the system and it comes back for the second positive, it's, it is what it is. Well, I know, I know that's what's happening in most states nowadays, especially with being more sensitive to PETA and that kind of stuff and the, the, how horses are treated. And I know this is a fact in California that uh, a, a vet has to document everything that they do with a specific animal. So every horse has paperwork. So I know this horse would have all kinds of documentation in Southern California for any work that was done to him. Uh, I'm not positive if the same rules are in effect in Kentucky, but... He was only in Kentucky for a short period of time, so. Uh, but still, that vet, whoever treated him, whoever the veterinarian was, should have paperwork himself too. So, there's supposed to be a paper trail on stuff like this, uh, Brian. Well, you mentioned the PETA thing. I mean, not getting political, but I would just say this: I I was at racetracks as you were, and mm-hmm. there are good people and bad people in every walk of life, in every industry. The one thing I would say, these horses are bred to do this. This is what they love to do. Uh, you know, the everything I was around, they're treated with love and with care and their assets. And But this is what they want to do. And honestly, I, the one thing I always come back, see, the one thing with clickbait and stuff used to infuriate me, Rich, and you've been down this road. I think it's a great program, Real Sports on HBO. But like mm-hmm. two of the last five years, the week of the Kentucky Derby, they come out and do a profile on bad actors at Mountaineer Park. Or it's like horse racing is about to have its moment in the spotlight, and then they, they surface with these bad stories. So it's an image thing that the sport has to fight. But the one thing I would say, you know, if there is no horse racing, these horses aren't even here because they're bred to do this, and they love to do this. This is what they want to do. Oh, yeah. You know, this uh, horse racing has been around for centuries, not not decades. It's been around for centuries. And it goes back to the old uh, horse and buggy days where uh, a, a purse, the, the term purse came from. They used to hang a, a literally a purse from a tree and you would race to it. And whoever got there first got the purse. <laughs> so that's where the nice. term purse comes from. I but, love that. Uh, I, I didn't know that. That's cool. 
Yeah, I did a lot of research for my book, Betting on Horse Racing for Dummies. That's one of them. <laughs> but, well, uh, the, you know, the horses, dummy here. Horses are, <laughs> yeah, but horses are, are, are bred to run. You know, you, you breed the best of the best and try and hope for the best. But uh, you've been on the backside of many racetracks, and so have I. Uh, I've seen incredible care of taking care of these animals. So uh, that, that's my that's my viewpoint of it. Well, I mean, it's sad for the sport because we're both passionate about it. But, hey, you want it, the main thing, we want integrity. We want it to be fair. We want it to be done right. Here's hoping this second test comes back, let's, I'd say, negative. Uh, and, and hopefully hopefully there was a snafu. If not, this is a story that will not go away quietly. And uh, it, it's a challenge for, for the sport itself. Rich and I would just maybe we, we kind of wrap things up here. You know, I got into it late in life. I started playing the ponies when I was in my like, 20, 21. Then I ended up working at a racetrack. And the funny thing is, back in, in the mid-90s, when I ended up working at a racetrack, the challenge back then, as it is today, was attracting new and younger clientele and new fans to the sport. And the ironic thing is, with the pandemic last year, horse racing was only one of a handful of things that were out there, and not a lot of new fans took the time to get involved with horse racing because it was kind of one of the only things going on last year. That's actually a, a true statement. There was, there was a lot going on there. Uh, I mean, a lot not going on because of the, all the pro sports teams, the college sports were, uh, were stopped. But horse racing continued in certainly a few venues. I, I never spent so much time watching Will Rogers Downs and Bonner Park than, than last year. <laughs> but, but I do know this for a, I do know this for a fact. I, uh, you know, I, I wrote a beginner's book called Betting on Horse Racing for Dummies. And I actually moved a lot of copies last year. So I think it's a good sign that a lot of newcomers were interested in the game and, and learning about it. And, you know, hopefully uh, all of us are, are grabbing an oar in the boat and trying to move this sport forward. Well, hey, maybe if you're around, maybe I'll give you a ring later in the week if, if you've got time. And once we get the post position draw, we'll see how this all impacts the second leg of the Triple Crown. He's a great follow on Twitter, at Rich Ang, E-N-G, Rich Ang, the number four, Pro pick. Rich Ang for Pro Pick on Twitter. Rich Ang from the Daily Racing Forum, as you can tell, knows of what he speaks when it comes to horse racing. Thanks, Rich. Always appreciate you taking a few minutes, bud. Hey, thanks, fellas. Anytime. Bye-bye, Stevie. Take care, Rich. All right, we're going to come right back, Stevie. Big news in the NHL today. Little weekend recap. We got all kinds of good stuff. And Stevie's injury report in the on deck circle right here, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sports Grid Radio Network, and Sirius 204. Some artists work in clay. Some SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today.
You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Thanks to Rich Hank from the Daily Racing Forum for joining us. No recap on the weekend. Adam Burke's joining us in hour number two. Rory McIlroy, by the way, no little thing. It's been a while since he had won. Correct. You know, we saw Spieth kind of not. He went through a much longer drought mm-hmm. than McIlroy, but McIlroy gets the win and a little drama on the 18th hole. He almost John Vandeveld himself. Yeah. He had a two shot. And it's funny, he's standing up on the tee, and I thought to myself, but he was driving the ball so good. But I'm sitting there going, that creek in 18's on in play. And I'm like, what's he had like a six iron and an eight iron, like right below the hole, pitch it on the green in an easy two putt and get out of Dodge. And sure enough, he hit it in such a weird spot. It didn't go in the creek, but it, he left himself in such peril that to pitch back into the fairway, he ran the risk of blowing the tournament. So he actually took a drop, even though the ball wasn't in the creek, and then hit an eight iron, like 180 yards, into the heart of the green and in the and a two putt, and he got out of dodge. And honestly, he should be hugging his caddy because McElroy was looking up top left, up by the grandstand where the fans were. And the caddy's like, why don't we just take a drop here? Take the penalty. And and the brilliance of it was that when he was going to drop the ball on the side hill, the ball would bounce when he dropped it into the hazard. You get two drops. If the ball goes forward or into a hazard after the second drop, you get to place the ball. And the caddy spelled it out for him. He's, look, let's do the drop. The ball, you'll be able to place it. And even though it was on a grizzly side hill lie, that's exactly what happened. And McElroy just very daintily placed it on top of the rough where he could get the club underneath the ball. And it was a brilliant decision as it turned out. And he ends up getting the win by one. Now they're off to Texas. Then we get the PGA Championship. But it's good for the sport when the big names and guys like that are firing. And it just tells you how fleeting the success is. But Spieth, is, as good as he was, he took a month off. And Matsuyama's coming back this week. All those guys, a lot of guys took time off, but let's not lose sight of the fact. Spieth, Reed, DeChambeau will be playing at home as well, live in Texas. So it's going to be a great tournament this week. By the way, did you happen to see what DeChambeau did? No. Had a bad day Friday. He finished in the morning. And he's like 90th, right? And the cut's in the low 60s. He goes right to the airport, private jet, flies home to Dallas. He gets home. The wind came up. All the afternoon scores were grisly. And DeChambeau had made the cut. (laughs) Goes back to the airport, 2.45 in the morning, flies all the way back to Charlotte, has a great weekend, finishes in the top 10, earns enough points to jump to number one in the FedEx Cup standings, 
And oh, by the way, I, you know, think he covered the flight, made like 280000 bucks to finish in the top 10. So must be, you know, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's, let's fly back to Dallas for a, a midnight snack, and then we'll come back tomorrow. But it worked out for him. Well, I, I was just going to say, so if that works, next tournament, you've got to do that again, right? Superstition, you've got to keep that rolling. All right. Here, by the way, a McElroy had some type of injury Thursday, right, and almost pulled out of the tournament. I, I, I think it was his wrist, but that, would, that didn't sound right. It, it sounded more like a leg pull or something. Yeah, he was fine. That he was able to work out and, and stay in the tournament. Speaking of names that, that, that make sports, our, uh, our buddy Harvick is, is finishing up there again. I, I think it was a top, top, top five or so. He was close. In this index wagering, he's still you know fade the, material, man. You know the name that keeps popping up to me, and there there are several. Kyle Larson's up there all the time. Denny Hamlin's up there all the time. But a guy that's longer odds in the index, I think, William Byron. Byron he's always up there. Byron. Well, and what happened is Byron. By the way, Truex was dominant yesterday. That was actually pretty cool in the NASCAR race. Truex is just running away with this thing. He literally led. Like ninety percent of the laps throughout the course of the race, but the whole race he's got like a ten twelve second lead, and he's just on cruise control. And I don't know what they, you know, I, I could have made the cheesy Bob Baffert. <laughs> so I don't know what they put. I don't know what they put in Kyle Larson's car. Some of that beta Madonna, beta Bessel song, but out of nowhere. Larson starts going like his hair's on fire, right? And he's like screaming up. Well, he got right up next to him. But what was amazing, you know, they do the in-car communications where they... <laughs> it was hilarious. Truex like, is that him? Like, and, like, and then Larson pressed him for a good 20 laps, but Larson was... Uh, Truex was able to hold him up. But the, there was like a combination of fear, shock... Angst all in this one. Is that him? <laughs> and so it ended up being a pretty entertaining finish. And they had the throwback paint jobs, which was was pretty cool. So uh, the golf and NASCAR, good stuff over the weekend. All kinds of stuff going on. Our, Tim Tebow is back in the NFL, Brian. He's going to play tight end for the Jaguars. Jaguars? Jaguars, yeah. What is it? What is the, I would just I would recommend this to anybody. They got this. I always had the hard time saying the word tournament. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. So I, I slow down and say it better now. Okay. Tournament. Tournament. But you notice all the, I mean, it's like half of the population in the free world say Jaguars. Yeah. Or now you're, you're I, trying no, to. No, I was, I was just having fun. I, don't, I think you just call them Jags and be known and yeah. play it safe. Technically, it's well. I I believe is it Jaguar. I've always said Jaguar when I'm just. That's wrong. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I I know that's right. Is it Jaguar or Jaguar? I think it's. I've always tried to say Jaguar. Have you heard a British person pronounce their car? Because that's a totally different word. (laughs) It's the same spelling, but they they say it completely differently. You know what I watched over the weekend? I'm like, oh, no. Okay, I'm not going to do it again. And I just watched it, like, last summer. And I picked it up 10 minutes in, and I ended up watching it again. Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. 
is really, it is. really, you know, honestly, well, you Bavona, Mr. Bavona, people call you Bavona with, with lots of, it's a New York thing. form of love. You're good with that, right? Chris. Mostly people call me my last name because there's God knows how many Chris's in this world. All right. Well, you're a movie guy. No, I'm not. Matt, you're not? I'm kidding. You're a lunatic. You know who's, you know who's phenomenal, honestly? I think Matt Damon is phenomenal in any role he does. I don't know why I'm off to being Siskel and Ebert here. But Matt Damon is spectacular. I agree. I think he's funny. You know, you got the Bourne movies. I love the Bourne movies. The you know the poker movies as good as it gets. Yes. But Ed, just I don't know why I felt compelled to throw Matt Damon a bone like he needs any help from me. There you go, Matt. You're welcome. How does he rank on your actors list, Chris? He um, oof. That's tough because there's so many great actors, and he is up there as, as a very, very excellent actor. I love The Martian. I love Rounders. Um, I'd, he might be in the How about them apples? 15. Yeah, how about them apples? Exactly. Um, he might be top 15, not because he's, like, a, like he's not a great actor. It's just I know that there's a lot more that are better than him. And that's saying and, uh, a lot okay. because he's actually. Uh, and, and here's here's one. I can't. I don't know how we got sidetracked here. Adam Burke's coming coming next hour. I the reason I watched it. CBS is doing the show now, Clarice, based on Silence of the Lambs, and it's like haunting because the girl that's playing Jodie Foster's role. I mean, nails it. It's a, it's a really good show. And last night, don't I be clicking around after the car race and there's no sports going? And there's Silence of the Lambs. And about you know, got it about a half an hour in, and I watched I watched the end of that. But I'm telling you, I lo- I like the the show Clarice even more now, having refreshed my memory of just how spot on. She is playing Jodie Foster. <laughs> There's another great actor, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And then he's and, unbelievable. And then and then De Niro, like Damon, can play all kinds of different roles, and he's fantastic in all of them. Mm-hmm. He can play comedy. He can play drama. He can play the mobster. All right. All so I will I'll tease you that from Vegas High Island, Mike Lewis is going to join. He's got a huge game tonight, Vegas and Colorado. Here in Vegas, if, for first place in the West, Vegas just needs a point in their last two games, but also for first overall in the NHL. So there's a big game there. But there was a big story today that we'll dive into in much greater detail. But very quickly, you'll have the injuries in the next segment. It's locker room cleanout day in Buffalo. And Jack Eichel, who, you know, the reports, they'd line up to get him. But he's got a herniated disc in his neck. And on locker room cleanout day, I was like texting back and forth with Mike Harrington from the Buffalo News. Believe me, teams are lining up now to put their packages together to get to Jack Eichel because it you know, sure sounds like there's a real rift between him and the organization. But it surfaces Stevie around. He has a herniated disc in his neck. And, you know, upper body, lower body, you don't get any information from anybody. He's sitting there going, in essence, he wants to have surgery on the neck 
The organization clearly does not. And they're at this impasse. And he does, he wants to get this thing fixed and be ready to go next year. But if you're the Sabres, whatever's going to happen, he's got to come back and start playing for them because you, you can't be trading this guy until teams know he's healthy. Correct. The, the, this thing has been acrimonious from the start. I mean, going back years, it seems like every, every other year at the end of the year, there's something between Eichel and the team. Well, Eichel and O'Reilly. They moved O'Reilly because, you know, they couldn't coexist. So I, th- 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 this is not going to work out, but you're right. They, they cannot trade him now because they'll get pennies on the dollar. He, they, they, so they need to decide if it's okay with them to get the neck surgery so that he can then get back on the ice and play well for them so that they can then move him and get something for him. Scary thing, man. Herniated disc in the neck. I, I, just, I know people with back surgeries. I'm like, you, the majority of people that get bad back surgery, mm-hmm. they have another one. I know. And then they have another one. I know. And then they have another one. I've, I've told you, I've got, I've got the minor lower back issue. I'm, I will never have that operated on. I just yeah, leave that alone, but I would highly recommend the lobotomy. I've already had one. <laughs> Working out well. Coming back, Stevie's got the injury report. He's sharp and cognizant, ready to roll. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series 204 Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Back to put a lid on hour number one of Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with Stevie Slapshot. Time for the injury updates. And as always, brought to you by UzuCBDPlus.com. Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Manage joint pain the all-natural way. It's what you've been aching for. Use the promo code BLESSING. 10% off your first order. Free shipping orders of $100 or more at UzuCBDPlus.com. What do you got, my friend? Brian, we'll start in Major League Baseball where Mets fans are breathing easier this morning. (laughs) Jacob deGrom left after five innings yesterday with tightness in his side, but the MRI this morning, good. Uh, His next start could be delayed, but he is not likely headed to the uh, injury list. Good news for the Mets there. In the NHL, several teams dealing with injuries as we head into the playoffs. Among them, for Winnipeg, Connor Hellebuck has a hand injury. It's the blocker side hand. He is out tonight against Vancouver. And for the Washington Capitals, several guys with lower body injuries, including T.J. Oshie, John Carlson, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and Alex Ovechkin. 
Wilson as well. Wilson got a knee to knee hit. That is true. That, but that's an up. I, I heard upper body. The knee to knee would be lower body. We'll, we'll find out. They're all questionable for tomorrow's game for the Washington Caps. Let's move quickly to the NBA, where for the Lakers, LeBron James with that high ankle sprain is expected to return either tomorrow against the Knicks or Wednesday against the Rockets. For the Dallas Mavericks, a couple of guys. I'm going to start with Luka Doncic, who was ejected yesterday for hitting Colin Sexton south of the equator. He probably will not be suspended. Was that, was that scream for the guy that got hit over Doncic? Doncic probably will not be suspended, but it is a slight possibility. Also for the Mavericks, Chris Saps Porzingis has a knee injury. He is questionable tomorrow against Memphis. Good job. What's the muzu on that, boys? Very thorough. Very thorough. Hour number two, Vegas Sportsbook Radio coming up next. Sports Grid Radio and Sirius 204. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. <laughs> 